You are now listening to the Purpose Edits Podcast. You gotta be willing to be vulnerable. You have to have the ability to self-assess, and not everybody has the ability to self-assess. You don't necessarily have to like sweets to be successful in school. You just have to know how to play the game and finesse it and get through it. Welcome to the Perfect Settings Podcast. This is a short yet powerful conversation designed to help you do three things that can ultimately change the trajectory of your life. One, discover your purpose. Two, walk in your purpose. And three, ultimately fulfill your purpose. I am your host, Coach Vic, and I'm joined as always by my lifelong friend, my brother, the educator, Dr. Shane Calhoun. Purpose Addis, what's up? We back again. Shay, homie, what up, man? Yo, what's going on, big bro? Oh, you know, the usual, man. I'm trying to make a dollar out of 12 cents. I got mm. two, two extra cents now with this new job. I know that's right. Let me hold some. Man. Let me hold some. No, no, I ain't, I ain't there yet. <laughs> no. No. See, the minute you come up, boy, people want to get in your pockets. Perception, buddy. True. Perception. You said two more cents, so I'm just trying to grab some. I, you know, if you got two more, that means you were only operating on ten. I can get that extra two. <laughs> or maybe you could ask for one and let me keep the one extra. At least let me feel like I came up at, at all. Tomato, tomato. Selfish motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm done talking to you. We're gonna bring in our guests because obviously you're in a mood today. For our audience, I want to introduce you to somebody very special, near and dear friend from way back in the day. We go way back, almost 20 years. Uh, this young lady is a multi-million dollar producing realtor and owner of 111 Property Group. Let me hold some. That. That's who you need to be asking <laughs> to hold some. Let me hold some. Now, here's what's dope. Her and her real estate team uh, have a longstanding history of serving the underrepresented communities, not just in their area, but across the entire country. And she's going to tell you a lot about what that journey is like. Uh, the key part about this is they've been focusing their efforts on helping consumers, consumers, that's you and I, us in the audience, understand what their buying power is. Mm. She's got some secret sauce that Hopefully, she will give up a little bit today. I won't let her give it all. Now, again, I've known her for a long time, and there's still parts of her story that I'm just now learning. When you hear it, I promise you, you're going to be inspired behind the story of resilience and perseverance. I want you to please welcome Miss Brittany Thornton. Miss Britt, what's up? Hey, I'm so glad to be here. Thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah. Tonight. This this is great. I wasn't expecting it, and it's it's definitely a blessing to be able to share. So, I'm glad we, to be here. We certainly appreciate you you popping in. Uh, I know it was last minute. It's hard to nail you down. If, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see she is in her car. I am. <laughs> Why are you in your car? I am because my days are long. They are rewarding, but they are long. And actually, right now. I'm ending my day at my daughter's basketball practice that didn't even start until eight o'clock. So um, I'm sitting outside of practice. She's inside working on her her shot and skills and, you know, I'm being mom and entrepreneur at the same time. So I just left the showing and grabbed her from the house. My son is actually in the backseat also. 
And Welcome, we edit practice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's on the yeah. show too. We got a segment for him later. <laughs> yeah. He's there. So, you know, just my days are long. And and at the end of the day, you know, first things first, I am a mom. Um, and to be honest, I got into real estate full time into real estate. I actually did real estate in my career, worked at in, in criminal courts for two years and then decided to just do a hundred percent real estate for my kids. So I mm. could be more available to them. Um, there are days that I'm not that available, but <laughs> I actually did it for them primarily for them so that I could just have more income, be more available, all those good things. So, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I I told y'all people this this going to be a good one. Before we dive all the way in, Shane, our people expect certain things from us. The Purpose Addicts community expects certain things of us. So, I got to ask you, what blew your mind this week? Uh so uh it's a two-part and I've been meaning to tell you this for a while. So, last time I went to Florida, it's probably July, right? I flew Frontier now, everybody has their own opinions. Me, I'm frugal. So I'm going with the best price, whatever, whatever. So my phone was about to die. <clears throat> and as I'm walking, you're walking down the strip in the Atlanta airport. And like you go through Southwest, looks all lit and pretty. You walk through Delta. I'm like, God, my phone's, I got to charge my phone. I'm going to go back to, you know, where my terminal is. So I'm walking. As I'm walking towards Frontier, it's getting darker and darker and darker. And like everywhere else is just so clean. Not a lot of people planning a space. I get to front fit uh, frontier. It looks like a jungle. I mean, people on top of people, things is everywhere. It's hot. The part of the airport is dark. So I'm like, man, you get what you pay for. I look around, no charger for the phone. So I'm like, crap, they don't even give you a, a wall charger. So all right, stick it. I'm gonna go walk back. I'm gonna go holler at Delta. So I go back, walk back, go sit down at Delta. Yeah, I'm going to charge my phone. Plug it in. Nothing works. Mm. Go to I. Right, it's just it's this one. Go to it. Nothing works. So the moral of the story is, is that you're going to get what you paid for. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's cheap for a reason. You're going to get what you paid for. But the other part about that perception is not always reality. Ooh. So Delta's over there looking pretty and clean. And I got my, I go over there to chuck. The charge don't work, fam. Ooh. Perception is not always reality. And it kind of is like what we talked about last week. Props for props or props with no props or yeah. whatever it is. It's like a lot of us out here faking, man. Um, Brittany was just talking about the long hours. Like people don't realize success is hard work, people. Man, say it louder for the people in the back. Success is hard work, people. You don't just wake up and, and decide, hey, I'm going to make a million dollars today. Hey, I'm going to have a successful business today. It, no. this, this shit is work, dog. Work. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, man, I didn't know where you were going with that. I thought you was uh, ruling out uh, us getting a sponsorship deal with Frontier. I nah. thought that's what you was trying to do. <laughs> well, they, they messed me up this time around, too, because I had a flight and I couldn't get my money back this Saturday. But that's OK. All right. No sponsorship <laughs> deal with Frontier. Just I'm going yeah. <laughs> to X that one this. off. Yeah, I had yeah. it, but not no more. All right. But the reality, though, Britt, 
I mean, what he said, like you told us to start to show off everything that you did just today. That's a typical day for you, right? That's a typical day. That's that's six, six, sometimes seven days a week. But yes, that's a typical day. That's a typical day. I have to plan rest. I have to plan wow. self-care. And, you know, it usually consists of five or six days in a row. But it takes, it's, there, there's weeks, months in between that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. To Shane, to your point, right? Perception isn't always reality. Entrepreneurship, a lot of people want it, but they want the sexy parts of it, right? Man, they yep. want they want all the glitz and glamour to, to say I'm an entrepreneur, to say I'm a business owner. Yeah, but what really comes with that? You right? What's the work? <laughs> are your outlets gonna work yeah. <laughs> man oh my goodness that's a good way to put it bro yeah man it's um hey. it's um shoot you know wake up it's go to bed at one because you Say got it. stuff to do wake up at five <laughs> because you got stuff to do get your stuff done get the kid ready for school out by 6.30, drive an hour, meeting, 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 grade 50 papers, two classes, another meeting, grade more papers, another meeting, drive an hour back to make sure you pick the kid up by 5.30. Mm. Mm. And you we haven't even talked about your business. <laughs> you, this, this is just, yeah, this I is mean, this is just meeting. So now we come here, get the kid ready. We'll be on here for probably an hour. Uh, I'm not going to eat because if I eat, I'm going to fall asleep. So I'll just drink, maybe eat a fruit, put another three hours in. It's midnight again. Go repeat the process. Mm. Yep. It's mm. it, it, guys. Yep. Stuff ain't easy, man. Yeah. Stuff ain't easy. Yeah. Look, Britt, let's, let's teach them a little bit. Let's learn and lean into your story. First question that we are going to throw at you is what we ask every guest. As a purpose addict, you have a passion for something. What are you most passionate about? This is probably the third time that I've been asked that. And the first time I was asked that I was a little bit like taken aback, but I still have the same answer, which is developing people. Mm. Um, in, in my work in, for 17 years, I worked in criminal courts, human services. I worked in that, uh, for 17 years and it's helping other people um, take back their life, essentially. It's their wraparound services, it's, you know, addiction and recovery, it's homelessness, it's it's everything that, it's the underserved populations. And um, what, in a nutshell, what I was doing was helping to develop them. Um, and even in real estate, I'm still developing people. Um, as a realtor, as the vice president at the last brokerage I was with, and now as my own business owner and having a team of agents under me, I still am developing people. Um, I'm coaching, I'm mentoring, I'm, I'm guiding. And, and so at the end of the day, I know my purpose here on earth is, is that is developing people no matter where I am and what role I'm in. That's always what I end up doing every time. Never fails. <laughs> no matter what the title is. But being a realtor has 
I mean, all the implications that this is about self. I can get in and make a whole bunch of money for me. Why? Why develop others? Why do that? I, and I, I'll tell you, a lot of, I think the perception, and you hit on it a little bit when you talked about entrepreneurship and, you know, we like the, the pretty, the flashy, the sexy part of it. Um, but the reality is this, like one in real estate and as a realtor, there are hundreds of thousands. There's thousands right here in the Metroplex where I am in DFW, but there's hundreds of thousands across the country. Why pick me? Right? Why do my clients pick me? Why do I have a constant referral base? Why do I, because I develop a relationship with each and every one of my clients. I don't care if their budget is a million and a half, two million, or if their budget is 110 or 105. You know, either doesn't matter. I'm developing a relationship with them. And that's what makes me stand apart. Um, there are agents that are just money driven and money hungry. And I'm not saying they're not successful, but what I know is that they come back to me and I am referred because of my ability to, to develop those relationships. And that's the mm -hmm. forefront of, it, you know, and, and I've always led any business with the mindset that let me develop the relationship, the money will follow. And it does. Yeah. Never fails. <laughs> You know, Shane got a quote that says success leaves clues. And mm -hmm. I think that's you what you've described even for yourself. Yeah. And um, you know, to to something I heard last night, um your purpose really blossoms when it becomes about others. Others, and that's right. It's not about uh it's not about you. It's not about, you know what I'm saying? I, obviously, you'll benefit. You know, I, I put on, you know, to this point, I had no idea. I put on Facebook today. Um, I put on Facebook today. It is possible to wake up most days, let's say 85% of the time, and love what you do. If you are tolerating that 15%, I strongly encourage you to abort the mission and get to that 85%. Come it, on now. It's 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 there, man. Yeah, it's, it's there, and it's a beautiful place if you ever get to walk in that space. Yeah, and that that's so true. That's a literally a hundred percent true. You know, I enjoyed the work I did in in human services and criminal courts, mm -hmm. but there was I'd say it probably was even more than fifteen percent. It's probably more like forty or thirty yeah. percent of yeah. those days. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm dreading going in, and so. I had to find my balance with what makes me happy, what makes an income and still checking the box of this is still part of what, who I am and my purpose here on, on earth, yeah. you know, here and real estate kind of just fell into that. Like I fell into real estate because of that. Um, and there are days that I wake up and I'm like, what am I doing? Like I, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like I literally just before jumped on here, I'm probably going to have to terminate a contract. I've been working with this family for about five or six weeks. We've been under contract and I think that they're doing some under the table stuff. And mm. so, but the, the ethical thing to do, I have to do is terminate the contract. Am I happy to terminate the contract? Heck no. Yeah. I just wasted a total of probably more than 60 days because we went looking for houses and, you know, all mm. these things. But at the end of the day, I have to do what feels right, is right, you know, all those things. And 
So I'm not always happy, but <laughs> so, we do have days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what exactly do you do and what does a day look like for you? Okay, a full day. A full day. Is, in the morning, I get up. I'm at the gym usually around five. Mm. Try to go four or five days a week. Try to. Yeah. Um, oh, every week, though, for sure. At least three. Um, five o'clock in the morning, I'm at the gym. That's my me time. That's the only time I have that is nobody's calling me. Nobody's texting me. Nobody's, I'm not checking emails. Mm -hmm. um, it's before everybody else gets up. <laughs> and so it's my me time. Uh, throw some weight around and then uh, go home, get my kids up, get them ready and out the door to school. They're gone. From there, I am, it's like off to the races. So I start checking emails. Um, I'll usually head over to my office. Um probably have some calls in between there with some of my agents um sometimes i do coach clients outside of my team as well so i may be you know may have a meeting with a coaching client coaching agent um and the day kind of just flows i try i'll be very honest um to always have daily goals i have big five ten one year six months those but i try to have daily goals too because if I don't, literally everything will just, it, yeah. there's stuff to do all day, but I may not be productive in the things that I need to for sure get done. Yeah, so yeah, I try yeah. to have those in there, um, make sure that I check those boxes and get those things, those daily goals done. Um, but it's meetings, showings, um, appointments with potential partners, um, referrals, clients. Um, towards the end of the day, it's get back to the house. The kids are getting home from school. Um, they have, they both are in sports. So practice until about eight or nine o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> you then, said you uh, do it all again. <laughs> you said you like, um, helping people. So you're a realtor. How would one become and get to your spot to where you're doing what you do? What's like the pathway or a good way to get to do what you do? What's the pathway? I mean, Obviously, you got to get your license, you know, you got to get licensed. Um, the pathway to and usually when I'm asked that question, they, they want to know, how am I a multimillion dollar producer? <laughs> how mm. do you get there? I, I mean, I want to be licensed, but I want to sell like a lot of houses and make money. And so. Word for part, word, what they say. They do. I want to sell houses, but I really want to make a lot of money. And I'm like, OK. Get your feet on the ground, period. Mm. At the end of the day, there is literally nothing that I do and have done to build my brand and my business that nobody else can do. So I am have been the person that will walk parking lots and put my flyer in their window. I am not ashamed. Um, that is a friend of mine that taught me, you know, was a promoter at one point in time, was like, hey, why don't we do this? I was like, you know what, great idea, let's go. We 2,500 flyers, 5,000 flyers later in windows, phone calls, referrals coming in. Um, don't be afraid to step outside of your box. A lot of people get into real estate and they just want the, the closing day where they have mm. balloons and keys in hand. And they, But if you don't step outside of your box, meaning posting on social media, a lot of people don't want to do that. Um, and in really digging into the craft of real estate, building relationships, 
um, communication skills, developing those communication skills. Um, those are so important. Those are probably the most important pieces. Develop those communication skills so you can build a relationship and get out of your own way. Stop mm-hmm. saying, I don't want to get on. I don't want to, you know, I'm, I don't want to post. I'm not going to post. I'm, I, I don't want to walk in door knock. I don't want to make phone calls. Stop saying that. Do it. If you want to produce, then you have to start at the bottom. At the bottom and work your way up. Yeah, yeah too many people f- focus on, like you said, they want to know how they get to the multi-million, but they don't care about nothing else. But if they could just boom, drop, boom, drop. It's a microwave. That it, microwave. I, I've been writing this, uh, <laughs> I've been writing a course and I'm telling you, it's, that's it. That's it. Like our, our culture, our society not culture our society is such a microwave mentality mm-hmm. such mm-hmm. a microwave they just want to put it in the microwave for 30 seconds boop, and it's done and you're like mm-hmm. no it's not how it works it's not how nope. it works and it's um, a process it is such a process like so many people get in and out of real estate because they assume as soon as i get in like i'm gonna they're gonna give me leads and then i'm gonna have a closing and then i'm gonna have another one and another no that's not how it works. That's not how it works. No. That's not how my, any of this works. No. So I guess in a nutshell, it's two things. Build those relationships, communication skills, and get your feet on the ground and go get it. Period. Stop talking about it. Just do it. Don't worry about other people. Do it. Do the work. You know, I've, I've talked to some people who got tried to get into real estate and ended up getting out of it. And one of the common themes that they said caught them off guard was they didn't realize that real estate was sales. <laughs> and it is, it is like, it, it is bottom of the barrel sales. Like it is not wow. the fluffy stuff. Like it is door knocking sale. Like it's like, remember, I don't know if you guys remember when you were kids, but you'd be at home in the middle in the summer and somebody would come to the door knocking and trying to um get you to buy the vacuum cleaners mm-hmm. and the certain cleaner, you know, materials and stuff like that. That's what it is. Like that's real estate. <laughs> we yeah. door knock. We literally knock on doors and say, Hey, I'm a realtor in the area. We literally put out flyers. I sponsor every snack on all of my both of my kids' teams. And what's in that? My flyer. My po- my business card. Business card. Wow, I would have never like, thought about it that way. She giving yes. game. She giving yes. game. Like mm. it is sales, and it is. But now, once you get your client base, like it, it sort of eases up a little bit. But you really can't ever take your foot off the gas. No, you always got to have your foot on the gas. Cause you got to keep feeding your pipeline. Like that's, that's right. the thing about sales. Like you can never, the worst thing you could do is run out of leads. That is the worst thing you can do in sales is run out of leads. And that however part. you got leads to get to that place of comfort where it kind of settles is the same stuff you have to keep doing because uh-huh. eventually those original leads will run out. They're going to run out. And, and you have to stay up on the market and the trends and yeah. what's going on because your client base will shift. Sure will. Whereas, you know, early part of this year, last year, year before, my client base was bigger. Like I had, I had people with more money. I'm just be honest. A million dollars, 750, 850,000, you know, 
because that's all that I could afford those houses right there. Now my client base, I've got a $110,000 client right now. I've got a $220,000 client right now. I've got a couple 300s that I'm working with. Like you have to be ready to shift and pivot. So I may yeah. have been able to close 10 in the, you know, the four to 1 million and still be all right. But now I got to close 20 because I have $100,000 and $200,000 clients. So you have to be ready to pivot when mm. you have to stay above and on top of the, you know, those trends in market, all of those things. Let me, let me throw this at you. <clears throat> you know, for all of us, we, we hit crossroads at various points in our lives where we are sitting there questioning, did I make the right decision? Tell us about a time when you hit that, that crossroad. Ooh-wee, there's been a couple of those. <laughs> I mean, are we talking specifically in real estate? Or are we just saying in general? Whatever. Whatever you want to share. It's your world. Man, I, I'd say the one that comes to mind, that the biggest crossroad that I've probably ever, ever been in um, was in 2018. 2018 um, was literally the hardest year of my life. Um, from the beginning of that year, up until July into summertime frame, literally the hard, well, probably the end of that year, end of the year, we'll just say the whole year. Um, I, at that time I lived in Seattle. I had moved to Seattle, took a promotion in 2016, moved out there. Um, it was just me and my kids. I don't know anybody lives in Seattle, never even had been on that side of the country until I moved there. <laughs> and um, at that time in 2018 was, um, my son had just turned five in February. And in March, I watched him stop breathing on mm. the table in the emergency room. Um, we he got admitted, was in the hospital for a week and a half in the ICU. And um, all in, that's, he had about this much. I think it ended up being about 20% lung space that wasn't covered in pneumonia, viral and bacterial pneumonia, um, the flu. I mean, it was it was just bad. So went from that to the very next month. And Vicky probably already, I'm sure you know this part, but my divorce was finalized. It became a, I was already a single mom before then, but I really became a single mom legally at that point too, the very next month. And then the next month after that in May, I had to file bankruptcy because of the divorce. And I also became homeless with mm. two kids in Seattle. It's cold in May in Seattle. Mm. And so um, I was homeless from with my kids from May through the end of June. The end of June was when my daughter got out of school that year. Just ask God, please, just please, Lord, just make, let us make it. <laughs> Let's make it through these next couple of months so that um, I can move back home. I came back to Dallas. I'm not from Dallas, but my family is here. And so um, made it through. I was working my full-time job in the criminal courts driving for Lyft and Uber overnight and on the weekends. And um, we made it through those next couple of months and uh, showering at 24 hour fitness, <laughs> wow. still going to the gym, uh, but showering at 24 hour fitness and um, left there on my daughter got out of school, June 22nd. We packed up the car, what I could fit in my car at the time. And drove back across the country, made it a road trip. So they didn't know we were homeless and moving back. And that was the reason why. They were still pretty young at that time. Um, but they had a, we had a great time. We had made it a road trip. <laughs> Took about yeah. a week. 
drove yeah. down the coast of California over to Vegas, stopped there. Albuquerque made it to Dallas in about a week. Um, luckily, and I thank God every day, my mom took us in. We took over her whole second half of her house. And um, she didn't make me pay rent. Mm. She didn't even know all that everything had gone on up the previous, you know, six months of the year. She just knew her daughter and her grandbabies needed a place to stay. So um, that was that was that pivotal. That was like, did I make the right decision when all those things were happening? And I said, okay, it's time to pivot. We got to. I have to move. I have to shift. And so that's why I moved back. And that was yeah. that's probably the hardest. That's the one that comes to mind. There's been plenty of them, but it's probably yeah. the hardest. And um, I'm thankful for it. Yeah. It's, it's been, it's been good. I came back here, moved back here. I think about maybe maybe two weeks after I got back, I got into class with real got my real estate license, and it's been up, it's been up ever since. Immediately <laughs> I guess. got to work. Immediately got to work. Got to work. Immediately, expeditiously. <laughs> got to work. See, yes. th- that's the stuff that people don't know, right? You you in an intro, you say. Here's a multi-million dollar realtor, right? Ooh, can you show me how to sell houses and make a lot of money? Well, uh, you ready to get homeless? Did you know mm-hmm. that it's cold in May? In like, Seattle, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, I need I need to take you through some stuff to get there. Are you are you willing <laughs> to go through that? And most of the time, the answer is no. Nope. Right. Yeah. They right. might they might not tell you with words. A lot of times, they'll show you with actions. That's right. I got I got a friend right now, and I know he listens to the podcast, and he going to know I'm talking about him when he hear this. No shame between us. I ain't going to say his name, but he know I'm talking to him. And he asked me to help him to change. He said, will you coach me? Now, one of the things that he admits is sometimes he gets in his own way, and yeah. sometimes he can't stay committed to the process. And so I challenged him. I said, here's a book I want you to read. It's called The Power of Habit. He said, I've read it before. Okay, great. This should be easy. When you finish that book is when we'll start our coaching session. A couple months go by and I ask him, you finished the book? No. (laughs) Well, you said our coaching session would start after I finished the book. I said, did you ever consider that maybe that was the start of the coaching session? Mm. Think about what you wanted to accomplish. Come on. Right. Change is a process. And a lot of times people are not willing to commit to the requirement. And I'm going to use that word intentionally. The requirements of change. It's not about a duration. Yeah. It's not about a step by step process. It just has requirements that you have to commit to before you even start. Yes. Mm. I call it checking the box. There's something you have to get. You. And I, I, I'll tell you, most people would say that during such a hard time, like their, their faith would be shaken. But more than anything, my, my belief in my power, in, in his power was strengthened. I was like, there's no way that you got woman. I didn't have a gun, a taser, nothing, nothing happened to me during these mm-hmm. times. And so I knew, just like you said, checking the box, you have to, in order for you to get to the next one, you have to get whatever it is in this, 
if it's read the book, if it's check a box, if it's learn this lesson, mm-hmm. like sometimes, but there's so many people that do not, they're never mind. I, I'll just stay where I am. I'm good. You know, I'll, I'll keep doing whatever I'm doing and unhappy or not, they'll, they'd rather stay right there. Complacent, yep. you know? Yeah. Yep. Shane, what's I uh, you you held back? What was what was that thought? I mean, there was a lot. Uh, like <laughs> y'all would, uh, some of us would rather stay in the insanity of discomfort than run in the discomfort of growth. Come on now. That's yep. wild. I just bought the power of habit. Um, because I, I'm gonna I, have to hit it. Yeah, I just I just went inside. All right, hit it. Um, there was a bunch. There was a bunch. Uh, <laughs> there, there was a bunch. Uh, that's some good stuff. Like, had you would have told me at the beginning of the conversation that you were homeless for six months, I'm like, where the hell did that come from? Like, like you know what I'm saying? It's just. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually the, when I lived in. Actually, that's my second stint of homelessness in Washington. When I first moved there, I was homeless wow. for about a month, month and a half. I moved there and did not have a place to stay. Yeah. Like, I, I and when I, I thought I did. But I didn't. I got there and they're like, yeah, no. You're you see, but conventional wisdom, right? Like yeah. somebody was hear that and call you irresponsible. I hear that and I and I just think, go ahead on, girl. You like <laughs> went after something you thought. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like there, there's certain certain goals, and I, I think I've said this before here, that's gonna require you to sleep in your car. Yeah. It's going to require you to be homeless. It's going to require you to miss a meal. It's going to require you to pass on something. And like, yep. it, it is what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it is what it is, you know? So um, that's wild. I, I didn't expect that turn or that bend in the conversation, you know? Especially not two times. <laughs> not two- <laughs> Twice. Come on. Hindsight is 2020. What? <laughs> like, it blows my Yo. To, to even re, like every time I, I for I'll be honest even for a while I think I even like blocked it out like it wasn't even really? like I didn't want to believe it because I'm like at this time I wasn't on drugs I wasn't an alcohol. I mean like I'm not an alcoholic like I'm not an irresponsible parent. like I have two college degrees actually I'm two classes away from a third college degree <laughs> like I was in a bridge program to get a PhD before I moved to Seattle like this doesn't line up. Yeah, like, those, had, like, those dots don't connect. They don't connect. And even me, I was like, how is this me? Like, I, I'm sleeping in my car. Like, mm-hmm. this is not a thing. Like, I, I, I blow my mind to it. But then I go, you know what? I had to get this. I had the to. journey. Yes. The journey. So I appreciate these days where, mm-hmm. you know, and, I appreciate all I can say is I am so thankful for these days. And I, but I realized I had to go through those days yeah, to get here and appreciate these, you know? Yeah. So, Let's do this. Yeah. Share, share with people who are interested in getting into this biz. One thing to look out for before they jump into the deep end of this real estate pool. One thing. I don't want you to give all the game. Just one thing. Look one out for thing. this. There's a lot. You got to really go. Okay. If you're an agent, you're getting into the industry, you're brand new to it. You got to really, you got to go with your gut on who mentors and coaches you. 
there's a lot of people out here that will say, you know, I'm a mentor, I'm a coach, um, you know, come join my brokerage, join my team. And you will just basically be throwing away money, thousands upon thousands of dollars. And a lot of agents will get out of the industry because they're literally spent, like they have no guidance, no um, people have just taken advantage of them being brand new, you know, pay this amount and I'll coach you. And then the coach goes missing or the mentor goes missing. You never can get in touch with them. Um, so really go with your gut. I'm, I'm big on, you know, Eve, when, when agents come to me and we, and I interview them, Hey, if you find another team that's better than my, by all means go. And mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, if you, even if you still need me after you're over there, don't hesitate to call. Mm-hmm. If you still got questions, reach out. Because when I tell you this, this is a, it's like, it is a shark tank. If you allow it, you got to have some really thick skin. So that's probably my suggestion is go with your gut. Yeah. Make sure that you find some solid mentorship, some solid coaching from some really, really good people. Cause there's some really bad people in here too. Gotcha. <laughs> Professional opinion. And as of today, October 5th, 6th, October 5th, is it a good time to buy right now? Um, in Dallas, DFW is perfect because there's actually houses and I, I've even posted on my stories and things. I'm actually seeing houses where a year ago, seven, eight months ago, I, I, you didn't see houses in the $200,000 range, not livable, not livable. They were not livable. If they were, investors were snagging them up, paying cash and they were gone in, in a few hours. But um, it's actually a really a good time to buy. So um, prices are kind of dropping and leveling off. Like prices are more normal. Gotcha. And you're seeing a lot of the like Bank of America, Simmons Bank out here dropping a lot of programs to assist your normal, your traditional, your everyday buyer. You gotcha. know, with down closing costs. Yeah, incentives, buy down the interest rate, things like that. So it's actually a really good time to buy. If you're in the market, so can you only help people in your metro area, or can you help someone anywhere? I don't know how far does a a realtor license take you. Does it take you? So I'm licensed for the entire state of Texas, and I do service the entire entire state of Texas. Um, I am under a brokerage that all that also reaches 47 of the 50 states. So I actually can support, I can refer to other states or from other states and still support um, a client in another state. But not all realtors have that. It's more about the brokerage that they are aligned with, right? Potentially. um, If you're with a brokerage that is national, it makes it a lot easier to refer because you, it's basically like a sister, you know, a sister state kind of thing, you know? So it's easy to just reach out into our systems and say, hey, we need an agent that's in South Carolina. You can look them up. You can see what their stats are. And then, you know, you can can communicate. Yeah, I'll give you a call. It's a little more difficult if you're with um, like a small brokerage that only services one, you know, one Metroplex or maybe just one state. Because then at that point you have to go searching and then you don't know what you're getting. Yeah. You know, you don't know the type of training they're getting and things like that. So it's a little more difficult. You can still refer even if they um, are with a different brokerage, but a little more difficult. Got it. Got it. Well, Britt, 
you gave us a lot of gems. We sure appreciate you. We're not going to take any more of your time. We know you got a long day as is, and you still got to get the kitties home. Got to get them home. (laughs) Because you can help so many people still, and I know you have a lot to offer. Tell the people where they can find you. This is our footwork segment. How do they get in touch with you? What do you got going on that they need to know about? So, okay, so I'm about, so we have the team, 111 Property Group. Um, we service all real estate needs. So we are on Instagram, Facebook. On Instagram, it's just 111 Property, real simple. Um, I My real estate page is realtor.brit underscore. And um, kind of new upcoming things. I, I host a lot of um, networking events, uh, workshops, and my, I'm actually going to launch a, a new, well, I'll say re, I'm just going to call it rebranding because I've been doing the networking events. I've rebranded um, and we'll launch a, an event in December. It's going to be a mixer gala. It's going to be lots of fun. Um, and it's called Strictly Business Mixer Gala. So that'll be going throughout the rest of the year. Workshops, all that good stuff. But you can keep up with me on Instagram, realtor.brit underscore that's dope that's dope oh i can't wait i'm telling you if you haven't already go follow follow brit i promise you she's doing some dope stuff i've been watching i've been seeing i've been seeing the elevation i'm just trying to slide right under the coattails right i just i say she's doing something she's doing something i've been watching she got she done figured something out i'm working on you know yeah empire empire try to leave some stuff for these guys, you know, Yeah. when I'm gone kind of thing. So Love I appreciate it. it, the support. So for sure, for sure. Shane, what we got going on this, this time around? Uh, follow me on Facebook, Shane Calhoun. They spell the last name the right way. C-O-L-Q-U-H-O-U-N. And then also <laughs> follow me on uh, my motivation page on TikTok at Create and Hustle. 1440 um on both places you can catch the reels and the digital content um that we're creating so follow me on facebook follow me on the tiktok at creating hustle 1440 bet bet and for anybody looking for apparel needs whether it be sweatshirts t-shirts long sleeves you name it we can do it profile district p-r-o-f-y-l-e district.com uh this year there's been a huge need for some reason people high school reunion is coming up and they need some customized shirts yes sir. so if your reunion is coming up you're getting back out i promise you we got some dope designs that we've been doing check us out profile district.com brit as always we appreciate you thank you for joining us we appreciate your time and your consideration truly Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. appreciate it, guys. Absolutely. Our audience, as always, we wrap every episode up with a quote that I think is so so pertinent to this conversation. Our friend Les Brown said this, you must tell yourself no matter how hard it is or how hard it gets, I'm going to make it. That's right. Bang, 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 bang. No matter how hard it is, no matter how hard it gets, I'm going to make it. You have to tell yourself that because the world will tell you different, but you got to talk to you and tell you what's best for you. Purpose Addicts, we love you. If you haven't already, like, subscribe, share the show, check us out on YouTube. Bunch of dope content coming this way. This is the kickoff of season three. I promise you, 
it's going to be a good ride. As always, go live life on purpose. We out. And I think a lot of times everybody's not going to understand your vision, your walk, your purpose, your desires, your dreams, your goals. And they don't have to because I'm going to tell you a secret. Everybody ready? It's yours. It don't belong to them. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't they teeth to brush. Ain't they armpits to put deodorant on. It's yours. This message is for anyone who is not answering the calling on their life. I want you to take note of something. That one thing, that one talent, that one gift you have, that idea that could give birth to a solution that possibly brings harmony to the world will never get the chance to breathe life if you continue to let fear kidnap you from your future. That's right, I said, if you continue to let fear kidnap you from your future. Too many times we settle for good things when we can have God things. And purpose is a God-given gift. Not everybody fulfills their purpose. Not everybody discovers it. Not everybody walks in it. But if you're willing to give up the good things to get to the God things, well, baby, I promise you purpose, that's for you. Failure is a part of success. I heard that somewhere. I didn't make that. Failure is a part of success. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. You could try 10 times, 